Oh, and don't forget to subscribe to Minority Minds Podcast and leave a five-star rating on the show now. It helps move the podcast up in the algorithm and brings in more listeners, just like you. So let's keep growing the fan, whether it's on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you prefer to listen to us. And as an added bonus on Anchor, you can leave us comments, questions, and voice messages so you can be part of the show too. Thank y'all. And now let's enjoy the show. Love. Minority Minds Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Minority Minds Podcast. Uh, it is your boy Felix Mack. We back for another week uh, here with the man, town legend, aka Coach. You want to give yourself a little intro? You already said it, boss. <laughs> and welcome, welcome to the Gentleman's Lounge. This is part two of our little series. Wait, I thought it was a shop. The shop, the gentleman's lounge. Uh, you know, it's like a, a dual name. Dual yeah. name. Yeah, it's YouTube like actually has both in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, welcome. Uh, those in the comments, thanks for your patience. Um, I appreciate y'all for hanging in there with us. Um, let's go around, do a little quick intro of the panel. Uh, we'll start with the homie Travis. Go ahead. Quick, uh, what's up? You want to drop a handle? Uh, anything, uh, anything you want to say? Travis, I'm not, uh, I'm not in these social media streets like that. Um, my boy Tundo, we go way back. So, Felix. um, my bad. <laughs> 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 my, my man Felix hit me up. He said, uh, hey, you want to hop on this podcast? And I said, yeah, I, I jump on. So I'm here. And we, we appreciate it, Travis. Thank you so much. Um, Shabazz. What's going on, everybody? My name is Shabazz. You know, I'm just out here uh, giving the uh, the single black male perspective out here uh, to the conversation. Um, and yeah, so I'm just ready to get started. Let's do it. Yeah, we appreciate it. Appreciate it. Definitely. Thank you for joining. Uh, Jig, we're going to call you Jig. Jay? Yeah, he's going to call me Jig. Uh, hi, everybody. I just want to give a shout out to Travis for the dollar and a dream shirt, the hoodie. Nice, good looking. Yeah, I know Travis. <laughs> all right, all right. So let's go ahead and get into it. Um, so, yeah, I guess um, – I don't know if y'all had a chance to tune into the podcast. I know some of y'all were in the, the comments uh, last week to, you know, chime in on what the ladies were saying about, um, you know, the dating streets. It would only be right to give the guys a chance to, to say their piece and um, to give, you know – to give you know the other side of the story, so um, I guess first let's talk about. Uh, tell me about what, um, as a successful black male in the DMV area, what has dating been like for you? Because you know they often uh, you often hear women say, "Oh, the dating pool is pissing it. Uh, men are trash out here. Dating's trash out here." So. Um, Tell 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 the viewers and us a little bit about your experience um, out in the Dayton streets. And Travis, we'll start with you. Damn, you gonna start with me? <laughs> yes, sir. Well, uh, 
it's been a while since I've been out here in these dating streets. Well, I'm by that. So um, I'm 39. So I really was not in the date streets like that since my late 20s. Um, Good Lord. Yeah, it's been a minute. So I'm, you know, I'm retro. Uh, but even back then, um, there was a certain level of arrogance that was just out there. That's what I experienced. And it was kind of like the more of a gentleman you were, the worse your results were with women. So um, I could say that was probably the biggest shock to me, you know, was, you know, you come with, you come correct, you come strong, you a legit dude, you're working on yourself, you know, uh, you got your college degree, you got your career moving, and you're still regarded as, uh, that's not, a, you know, that's not enough. Um, and that's not how you put it forward, but it's almost like, you know, uh, you a solid dude. If you don't rep, even if you don't put that forward out there, as like that's how you present yourself. Because I never did. I just presented myself. I never really talked about what I did at work and stuff. It's almost like you didn't get any credibility with them until you started mentioning that stuff. But even then, that just felt weird to me. And um, so it was um, for me, my in my experience at that time, you kind of had to just play the numbers game. It's a volume game. Um, <laughs> Straight up, it's a volume game. And if they really, if you find one that's really into you, that's what you, you spend your time with. So, I have to say. so before before we jump to Shabazz, you said something interesting. You said it's a volume game. Yeah. Anyone who's in sports or um, will probably understand what that means. But can you can you break it down for those who might not understand what that means? Oh, it's uh, it's professional baseball, right? Professional baseball. You're a pro, like you're a good hitter. And I'm not a baseball fan, but like. If you're hitting 400, which is 40%, you're killing it. That's killing it. But that means, you know, most of the time when you go out there and talk to somebody, you're going to get rejected. And that's fine. You know, and you just play the numbers game. You keep it moving. You don't waste time worried about that last swing. You work on the next one. And then, uh, and this is that, and that's a real immature mindset about it because then it just evolves into like, you know what? I don't even care. I'm just going to be myself. I'm not chasing. And honestly, that's when you really get the best results is when you just completely just back off and, and, and stop chasing. So um, would you say, because you bring up the interesting point also about being a nice guy. Would you? One observation I think I've had about us nice guys, because I'm a so-called nice guy too, mm -hmm. um, do you think that we don't bring enough, we show enough of our personality because we're, we're too – kind of reserved and that kind of turns women off because I feel like those guys, the other type of guys that women are attracted to usually show their personality. They are a little bit more aggressive with stuff and that's usually what is attractive to them. So do you think that a lot of uh, so-called good guys, personality uh, guys shortcomings are because they don't really show who they really are. They just kind of show their achievements. I think that's a big piece of it. I think the other half of that is just being available. So you got to present almost like, uh, like I said, that's why that mentality, in my experience, that's why that mentality of, you know, you don't make it, them as high of a priority or dating in general as high of a priority. Mm -hmm. You know, you got stuff to do uh, before she even showed up or before you went on the date or if she called you or whatever. Keep yourself busy working on yourself. Um and that'll come through. But 
I do think, like, when you're talking about being a nice guy, that's kind of like, I'll say it another way, like following the rules, the, mm-hmm. the, the rules, doing what your mama said. Be gentlemen, be nice to these ladies out here. Nah, that just gets you used up. You know, well, there's a problem with that, too, because there's a lot of people saying that they're nice guys that aren't nice guys. Well, yeah, they're nice, but you got to cut through there to get there to really – everybody don't deserve it. Put it that way. Right, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like if you – if you uh have to tell people that you're a nice guy, then you're not correct. Really, a nice guy because you're you not presenting that niceness. Yeah, it should be something that you project, not something that you tell. I don't know what you got to talk about. I'm, I'm a very nice guy. I'm joking. Um, uh, <laughs> I would say I was. I'm a little bit different. Um, in that that numbers game. Uh, you sure. You're talking sports. Yeah, I'm not a. I'm not a quantity guy. I'm a quality guy. <laughs> um, so. And, and baseball is like, well, I mean, that's 40 out of 100. You know, I'm, I'm like dirt from the free throw line with it. So, you know, you got to shoot like 90%. I take quality. See, this nice game rhetoric over here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we got, we, 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 we talking, you know, two different things in that in that sense. Well, but he, we're talking about this area in general. Um, and I have dated outside of this area um, as well. But like, and he's talking, he said in his 20s and he's 39 now. Right. And I could see that being back in the 20s, everybody is the, the prize. It changes when you get into your 30s because, you know, people start to, I don't want to say settle, but they they know themselves a little bit better. Mm-hmm. They know what they want a little bit more. And a lot of guys, I find that, you know, you want to have something established before you bring somebody else into the situation. 100%. Well, you know, seriously. Don't, don't speak for all guys because I well, think – I think, well, I think the more for me, I'm, let's yeah. talk, let me talk about myself. <laughs> me, earlier in this, in my life, I, I always, you know, when you're younger, you know, oh, I'm have married kids, 24 years old, bam, bam, knock that out. Man, did we all say 24? Was that was that like a popular thing against all dudes? That all dudes think they're going to have kids by 24? Well, I mean, I think, you know. You I didn't want to have kids at 24. I was terrified. No. Oh, no. See, I was like family, kids, 24. That's it. I mean, that's, that's what it is. And then you get 24, you're like. I'm still a kid. Right? I got a lot to do. So much. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm. I don't know. You when you turn thirty, you start to realize, wow, this is the beginning of life. That's how I felt. Absolutely. I started learning like things that I, you know, I needed to to learn what I like, be better. You know, I needed to establish a job, family, career, something like that. You know, you get your career before you got your woman, in a sense, um, as opposed to um, we're going to get together and then I, and we're going to build together. That was never. My thought process, I, I said, I got to have some because you're supposed to be the provider. You know, that that whole notion of being a provider, you have to have your own money. Um, it, you don't need to have her doing something. To, she's 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 really coming along to add to your life that is already like built up. So, um, yeah, I do. I do see the thing where he's where Travis was speaking on earlier about, you know, people younger me. I, I see I saw a lot of people who were entitled. Uh, there's a lot of entitlement. And I think that it's, it's kind of coming back to that with all the social media and stuff like that. You see stuff out there and you're like, man, um, even with me, I'll, my social media, well, not my social media, but I've seen social media. It's like a lot of bad chicks. It's like, yo, every, this ain't real. Yeah. This is not real. Like, yeah. I mean, you're like, everybody is not. A 10. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's like BBL people that you see, like, oh, that's a 10. They're not a 10 in person. So, you know, you're always thinking that, oh, there's something better. You can't keep thinking there's something better out there or that or you'll miss out on a lot of things that are 
around you or, or, or people that you actually like and care for. And you're like, ah, I'm, I'm indecisive about that. And then you lose out on something special. So first of all, I want to say I, I'm proud of you, Joseph. You know, typically, you know, you don't get that kind of wisdom from light skins. So I didn't even say it. <laughs> But you were thinking it though, right, Sid? You were, you were thinking it. Um, they ganging up on us, man. <laughs> Jealousy is, is a. But I mean, I mean, Joe, I will, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, we didn't actually finish introducing everybody. Yeah, let's, um, let's go around the table. I, I, I want to say, you know, I, I, a lot of things Joe said were things I was going to say. I think, um, and, and plus, plus some, um, you know, Joe brought up a really good point, you know. Things are different between your twenties and your thirties, and, and and from a from a man standpoint, at least you know from a, a mature man standpoint, you want to have yourself built up at least some way, so that you feel comfortable that you know when you're starting to build something with someone else, you know you have some, you're bringing what you're supposed to to the table, right? But that's not every man because I know a dude who's still dead poor who's asking who's in group chats asking us for money, and he got five kids and with like three different baby mamas. Yeah, it's bad. He just had a brand new kid last year, and I'm like, bro, you just asked us for money. Man, uh, <laughs> you got time to do nothing. You just got time to make babies. <laughs> um, but you know, women women say that the, the dating pool is trash. But you know, I, I I've always I I used to have a, a podcast, Fufu and Drink podcast. Um, you knew that tune day. Um, and we kind of addressed this too. And my co-host was a woman who kind of agreed with what I was saying. And I think a lot of I, I think a lot of it starts with this. I think a lot of it starts with. You know, men aren't necessarily as picky as women on who they want to to get with, right? I think women, especially in this area, have a very detailed, you know, attribute of who they want to go after. So you, you got to be six foot at least. You got to work out in the gym. Uh, you got you to have nice hair. Some women like beards. Some women don't, you know. But the prefaces are very, very, very slender, right? Um, to the point where you know the guys who fit that profile are dating half the city. You know they're having their fun. They're going around, right? They're going around dating all these girls because you know that they're they're they know that they're the guy that girls are looking for, right? Mm -hmm. So you know eventually they'll find the one person that's like, okay, I'm out the game now. This person is the best person I've been with after I've had my fun. You know I'm out the game now. You know throwing the rest of the girls back to the streets. You know, that's that's how that's how it is. And then women turn around and say, oh, all these guys are trash. They're using us and abusing us. When the guys who aren't in that that same mold, you know, they're not, you know, they're not the ones that are highly considered. And, you know, there's, there's another aspect of it where, you know, in, in your 20s, because women are so selective, you know, they... Uh, uh, because women are so selective and their their bodies are tight and they're they're looking their prime and they're they're in their prime in their twenties, man. They're in their they're in their damn primes. You know, they could be very selective on who they're with. But as they hit as they reach closer and closer to 30, and I have a lot of female friends, and it, it comes it happens all the time. They hit that panic button. They're like, why am I still single? Will I have kids? Will I get married? You know. And that's when, you know, you got, like you guys said, as you get to 30, you kind of settle a lot. For, but for guys, that same point Jig just made, you know, we're now establishing ourselves the way we want to. Like, we're, we're hitting our prime, right? We're, we're hitting our prime career-wise. You know, we're dressing a little better. 
And it's not to say that women aren't aren't doing the same thing, but that's not what guys are necessarily looking for, right? And you have to really know what you're looking for. Uh, you want a girl that looks good. You want a girl, you know, that that can know how to cook, you know, is a good representation of herself so that she's a good extension of you. You want those kind of things. So if your woman's a career woman, I don't think that's necessarily like something you can knock. You could be like, yeah, I, I can hold you down as you build yourself up. I think guys are more willing to do that than women are, right? Um, so when you consider all of those things and all of these factors, um, you can see from a woman's perspective why they think that the dating pool is trash, right? Because, you know, as they're getting older, their pool, their 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 pool is getting smaller. But for guys, as we're getting older, our pool is getting wider. We we, we we're really not limited as much as we used to be, right? You know. Well, you can say that, but I feel like so women date who they want, and I think like guys kind of date who shows them attention back. Now, what are we are we talking about dating? Dating as in like a relationship? Or are we talking dating, about dating? You know, because because like, guys like, do. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and act like guys are the, are the holy, you know. Guys are going out there and they looking for what they can smash. You know? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That, that's that's exactly what I'm saying. Like guys, guys, when it comes to that aspect, is like you try to talk to her, but she ain't fucking with you. Right. You, you her friend might look at you, so you're like, "Fuck it, I will get the friend." You don't even really know what type of person she is. You don't know the type of person the pretty girl is, mm-hmm. but because she's showing you attention, you're like, "Fuck it." Jump so in. here's so here's the thing, right? Shabazz, you said women have they have they're in their prime in their twenties, and I agree with everything you said about that. They're in their prime. They they have they have a lot of options, but they don't choose. And on top of that, I'm gonna go ahead and go there now, get it out the way. Oh boy, they decide to have babies by bamas that's trash. Well, well. well when I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stop you real quick and say they do choose. You know, well, guys, there you go. They right guys, guys would like we 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 would like. I mean, we're we're out here, you know, hollering at these girls that we would like. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's it's ultimately up to the woman to actually Correct. give you the time of day, right? 100%. Correct, always. So, so like you can holler, like like you said, you can holler at a hundred women. Yeah, but if only twenty of them give you give you give you uh, give you the, the green light, right? That's what it is. 40, right? He said he getting forty. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I, I didn't say that was my average. I was an example. <laughs> Lord, this man Quite a lot lower than that. Like, he's 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 batting all of that. two hundred. Barry Bonds out there. He got. He got the. He got the Cupid PED. Ted Wayne. Nah, I got him batting two hundred. You know. Barry but I mean, majors, maybe. I mean, <laughs> that light skin rhetoric, man. Me, me and Ted know people that have that that approach though. Like, hey man, my uh, my stick is like a can of paint. I just throw that thing at the wall. And yeah, whatever, whoever, <laughs> yeah, whoever bites is like fishing. Whoever bites, that's what they're gonna get. Yeah. And if I don't like it, I throw it back in and go go fish for another. And, and I, I want to go back to to Travis's, you know, point before where he said, you know, they also have babies by trash dudes. I'm not gonna hold that slug to women either because dudes be having babies by trash ass women too. Yep. It'd be some great. go both ways. But like people change once a child is involved. You have to. I mean, but it's like it's like having money. You either show who you really you show that you're a really great person, or you show that you're really not the person that you portrayed yourself to be. So that's where, like, I think a lot of times we blame women, but this guy was everything to a 
before the baby got here. And then when the baby got here, he lost interest yeah. or he didn't want the responsibility, so he bounced. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's, it's a slippery slope when you try to say, hey, they picked these trash men because everybody don't start off trash. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, and I'm what I what I meant by that, what I meant to say by that was, but that's a power that they have control over at every different stage, though. When they engage with a guy, that part of it, that that element of it, they have absolute control over. You know, um, you know, that's that's why I brought that up because it's like they didn't they didn't choose, you know, they're not necessarily choosing a person in their prime when, when they're in their prime but they chose to you know pop some of them some some and I, i'm not talking about all of them but some of them chose to be moms you know and then that impacts that has the reason why i brought that up because that also exacerbates their the limit of their options as they age into their 30s like you said Shabazz. like that's another it's like an accelerant you know well the clock is ticking when they hit their 30s and i think they start to feel that pressure Whereas, like, okay, I'm 34, I don't have kids, I'm not married, mm -hmm. I got a few more years before I can even, like, health have a healthy child. So let me get the next guy who shows me love, and then that dude takes advantage of the situation because right. when he's with her for 10 years, he can cheat and go get a 22-year-old, 23-year-old, and just keep continuing that cycle. And then when he's done with her and they break up, he's still gonna go back and get him some young ones because he can have babies till he's shit, 170. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, now sperm keep kicking. But yeah, I mean so, I'm there, there are some guys out there that don't mind, you know, dating women with kids. Yeah, that's, that, that's right. one thing I wanted to bring up is that you know, not everybody sees it as a, a deterrent. Mm -hmm. Um I let's like shift let, let's shift the conversation a little bit and um, we've all, you know, had the experience of, of dating in um, in our twenties and our thirties. So, um, let, let's talk about it. What 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 have your experiences been like? Um, you know, dating. You know, in your twenties and in your thirties. Um, you know, let me tell you the constant for me: cheesecake factory, baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let, me tell, let me tell you. The ball, the ball popping up. Let me, let me tell y'all. People hate on Cheesecake Factory, but let me get. Let me tell y'all. You get a plethora of options, right? <laughs> right. You can get whatever you need. And if I don't, I go to Cheesecake Factory for 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 one reason specifically. And <laughs> I, I think I know what you're about to say. I think you know. I think I've told you this before. I go to Cheesecake Factory for one reason. No, but we're both Africans. So I think we both think are thinking the same way. But go ahead. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> um. You know, when I, I go, I'm, I'm a cheesecake lover, right? I love cheesecake. It's my favorite dessert in the world. We're thinking the same thing. So <laughs> if I take you to Cheesecake Factory and I have a trash date and I don't want to see it again, at least I can leave with some cheesecake. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought you were going to say I'm only out eight ninety nine. <laughs> no, I'm not. Cheesecake ain't cheap. It's not, it's not entirely At cheap. All. It's cheaper. It ain't cheap. But Aren't they like $10 a slice? For one slice of cheesecake? You think that's cheap? That's insane. That's I mean, three times the average cost of cheesecake. Well, he, he's just, he's showing it's a big, cheese. Cheese. Like, it's a big like, I forgot who I was talking to. You had to your bed, basically. Like, like, hey, man, you, know what? If you forgot. No, no, no. It's a, it's, a, it's a big slice. That's like a four-day supply of cheesecake. 
Nah, but um, but yeah, I, I go to places where you know if I don't have a good time, um, the meal is gonna be good for you. The, mi- the meal, the meal makes it worth the time, for man. Me. Um, but in, in my twenties, in my twenties, you know, I feel you, Lashawn. Oh yeah, I'm 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 childless myself, Lashawn. Um, and I'm in no rush. My brother, my brother got a kid with somebody. He thought he was gonna marry. They didn't marry, and he's in messy situations every day. So um, I don't want that for me. So I, I would prefer uh, marriage first, then the child. I am getting up there in age. And it's also for men, you know, and I, I'm sorry, I think we're going backwards a little bit based on that comment, but, um, you know, for, we're talking about the, the, the clock women here too, right? But there, there is somewhat of a clock for men is not as important. I think the clock for us would be, you know, at some point, you know, I want to play basketball with my kid, right? I want to be able to dunk on his ass and and and, and be the. You gonna dunk on him? Oh, Fisher Price. Oh, I'm about to say. Come on, bro. <laughs> Y'all got to put me out there. I could be. A, I look like an athlete. Relax. Um, <laughs> not, not much of an athlete. Pissed on his leg. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You need to calm down, buddy. Whoa, <laughs> you need to calm down, buddy. Let's let ring that. You like that, big dog? Um. I'm not, I'm more like Jordan. I'm more like Jordan. No, I'm joking. I'm not nothing like Jordan. Um, yeah, that's but not. But like, I I, I want to be there with my kid. You know, do athletic things like with him to um, you know. You don't want to be the parent. To your I don't kid. I don't want to be old as hell and not be and just be watching. Right? You want to play your part. Right, right. And so you know, I'm at the, I'm at an age right now. So you know, um, I'm 33. I turned 34 later on this year. Uh, you yeah. know, my at, if I had a kid this year. When he's twenty, I'm fifty four, right? So I, I would have some time to do that stuff with him, but the longer I wait, you know, I'm I'm just watching him go through these things. So that's the only biological clock we have as men. Um, but I think I, I think you know you talk about you know women having uh, but their options when they're in their their prime, their peak, um, and I think to a degree it's kind of the same thing where men realize like women realize they have power. And they're just, you know, wielding that power and utilizing that, that that power that they have. But I think men do too. I mean, I think, you know, men hit that phase where they like, I got some some cash in my pocket. I got some clout. For sure. You got some um, cash and wisdom of the game a little bit. Yeah, yeah you, you know. Going, you going, yeah, absolutely. I got, you know, I got my little job. I can travel. I can, yep. you know, throw a little money around. And, you know, I'm, I'm you know, feeling good about myself. And let me. You know, I'm almost not a hit that yet. <laughs> Good lord! You know, let me you know live it up. So, I mean, I think it, it the, the clocks don't you know quite overlap all the time. You know, to where you know women have their you know hot girl summers, and you know in their earlier years, and then men have their thought boy summers. You know. You know, later on, you know, I, as don't, get I don't know what that is. What's I that? unfortunately I, did not. I'm not engaged in that. What? <laughs> Somebody what? out here lying, but we ain't gonna we ain't gonna call nobody out. <laughs> I don't know what that is because I don't speak on nothing. I do. <laughs> so yeah. So um, Omar, you talked a little bit about uh, your dating experience, right? I want to hear from uh, uh, Jig. Go ahead, talk talk to me. What what has it been like for you? You're talking about in twenties, though. You, you mentioned and that. 30s and 30s just kind of you know in general um well i mean it was different 20s you student i was paying off student loans um Smart. while trying to date, while trying to date people who i think the friends were more involved in the 20s 
in the relationships that I were in with the all friends. you guys this, like the friends of the female. Mm. And, you you know, know, her and her friends. Yeah, it was like I was dating multiple because if they didn't like what I, the gift I got, it was a problem for her now. It wasn't a problem. Mm. I had one actual experience. I got this girl, uh, her birthstone. And I think, you know, I think that's kind of caring, you know, your, your birthstone. You think that's something that you're going to like. That's I mean, a great gift, like no, that no, no, like yeah. that. It was like a, a necklace and a ring, something like that. And this was like early 20s, you know, fresh out of college. I don't have money like that. Um, and then like later, like the next day, you know, we got into a big argument over it because of how her friend thought it. Well, this ain't, this is cheap. This is, you know, stuff like that. I mean, it's, it was just, it's, it was a lot more drama in the twenties. You feel like you feel like that wouldn't happen in your thirties? No, nah, it wouldn't happen in my thirties. Boy, well, you wilding. <laughs> I, 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 I don't. I don't know if I would do. I mean, I guess it depends on the birthstone, but I don't. I think only birthstones that that would have would have been nice would have been a diamond or something like that. Um, and plus, my money, my money my money way different than it was when I was in my twenties. Oh my bad, my bad, bro. I, my well, bad. I mean, like you know, like the traveling. No, I'm saying the traveling. We travel more. I would I would probably be more present. My my mentality is different and how I approach things. I'm just buying it wasn't a big deal to me, cheesecake. If it wasn't a big deal to me, I think in my 20s, I didn't see it as a big like if I don't think it's a big deal, I didn't even it didn't even matter if it was a big deal to that person because logic I didn't think it was logically a big deal. You know, you would talk to your boys about it. But in my 30s, now I, I've I've come to the the point where I can actually empathize or put myself in that person or oh, why do they why is this why do they feel this way about situation or something like that so just just being open to things i was really stubborn in my 20s um i think a lot of guys are where you know we always talk about we're being logical and they're being illogical uh, and we sometimes need to take a step back and actually think what's going on like what why are they feeling this way and and, and dealing with their emotions so what's brj i don't know i just put it on there because it was it was the latest comment. <laughs> okay. You have to clarify black and mild. Yeah, I'm real So hold on. So you, you so maybe I'm not sure I had understand the scenario right. You bought her a birthstone as a birthday gift. Yeah. And I think it was a pretty dope gift, especially when you fresh out of college. I also, too. I that's really, out of the box, yeah. too. I think it's right. a dope gift now, actually. I didn't think it was and a And then, yeah, she didn't appreciate it, right? Mm -hmm. And you already that's what i'm saying getting back what i said what did i lead off with entitlement right that's crazy right like right anybody that hears that you're talking in the 20s right and that's you, 20s yeah. right now that same i think <laughs> if we should i don't know if we shift into the uh, you know the older age yet but if i did that with somebody that i dated i mean i i've dated a couple people in the 30s so if i did that with either the, the people that i i dated now they would have taking it differently absolutely um, it wouldn't even matter um and i and and, it, and it's, it's, the, it's the person you you kind of got to know um uh people you know i i guess i kind of knew that person was i was i want to say i don't want to say spoiled but was just influenced easily influenced uh by her friends and stuff like that so um and i think now now that I'm older and you know I'm able to talk a little bit better uh, and and more in depth uh, with the people that I date, you know there, there's an understanding there. There's com better communication through through my 30s. Um, it's just I mean, 
I, I didn't even know why I was a certain way. You know, I had certain things. I just had like a wall built up. Um, you know, we never talk about our emotions as guys. You don't even know how to talk about your emotions. So I've gotten to issues where I, I had a girl who was like, well, well, talk to me. I'll let you talk. Blah, blah, blah. And I wanted to say something, but I just didn't even know how to say stuff. You felt you know, guilty. You felt guilty about talking about like, your feelings. Yeah, you must not love me or something like that because you're not talking to me about it. I'm like, I don't even know. But you probably talk. don't feel like it was going to be respected or it wasn't going to well, be. Well, I don't even think I knew where to start. Where do I start? Like, we're kids. We grow up. Everything is. You, you're not hard. But let me but let me let me ask you this though. We we we're real loose with stuff in the barbershop amongst men though. We don't yeah, have that same uh, well it's, it's still not deep stuff. I agree. I was gonna say that it's not well, the same yeah, yeah, the barbershop with your, your boys. With, how they slept with them, where they had yeah, their leg and all this other yeah. stuff, and but won't talk about this thing that happened when you were seven. Or this oh, thing that okay, happened. You going back? Saying. Okay, you going to that? I thought like, you, you know, about like I don't even know. Like, did you get bullied? Like, you know, people gone through things that nobody will ever know about. Of course, yeah, straight. I mean, up. it's something that they shouldn't know about. But I'm just saying, like, we were just never taught, and I think as black men, we were never really taught to express our feelings. Like my dad, I don't, I don't remember him. Only, I mean, yeah, he told my mom he loved her and stuff like that, but it wasn't like I never seen my dad cry. Or, or stuff like that. There was never like, hey, hey, got my boys together and we talked about our emotions. It was you fell, you get up, wipe it off, and you know, scrape it off. You keep, you keep moving. Girls got babied a little bit more. Even in school, you saw it. You see girls cry, their grades get changed. A, a guy would try that. It would be like, what is this dude doing? Get your soft ass out of my classroom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, and and you know, and I, I I think that's one of the biggest complaints I think women have with dating guys is that we're not emotionally available. available yeah. I think I, I get that yeah, all the time. That like was a said, major point last week. Yeah, like yep. like for me, like I, I have a my dad is African from Ghana. We're from we're from Ghana. My dad grew up an orphan. Um, kind of grew up like getting physically and emotionally abused his whole life. So my dad didn't know how to show emotions. He doesn't he didn't show it to us, right? And I remember and even as a kid, like things would happen and he'd be like, suck it up. And I was like five. <laughs> right and so like you know i've dated women when they're like like yo you don't like why aren't you opening up why aren't you doing that and like joe said i was like i didn't realize that i wasn't like i don't i don't realize that i'm not and i don't know how to like well, I, I don't know what you want me to exemplify for me to reach that for you um i try to be with, with the women i date i try to be as honest as possible um and you know if, if honesty isn't Enough emotionally that I don't know what right. what 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 else I need to do. Which is, I think it's also empathy, man. Yeah. Like for when I like, I'm I'm just, just to jump in to talk about how I was in my twenties and how I am in my thirties. Um, I'm in my getting to my mid thirties, but when I was in my twenties, it was I talk I would want to say things, but I I just never could bring myself to say. I'm, of course, I grew up. I'm I was shy. I was I was self-conscious. You know, he was ugly then. You ugly now. It's crazy. Oh, no, I'm the most handsome person. <laughs> I'm <playing> brutal. <laughs> Y'all brutal. Don't lie to yourself, boy. So, like, it was like I'd I'd have interest in women, but I'd settle for the friend role because I was scared to lose that. You know, I was scared a to friendship. put myself out there. Not even a friendship. I was scared to put myself out there because I didn't know how I was going to get received. Like, you know, growing up, I was a guy that never got attention like that from females. And if I did, I didn't really see it because I didn't understand it or whatever. So 
when I got in my twenties, that self consciousness kind of closed me off. Like I was just, I'd rather be me than to open up and possibly be with this person or whatever. And I, I had like one real relationship in my twenties, and it was a good relationship at first. Like I've, I improved myself as a person a lot, but I still never opened up to this person the way I should have. And when it ended, I went back to closing myself off till I hit my 30s. And then it was like, I can't keep living like this because I spent most of my 20s in isolation. My teens was in isolation. Now I'm jumping to my 30s and I'm not going to want to be in that isolated state anymore because you yearn for companionship. You yearn for somebody to listen to you talk about even the stupid things in your life and show you that, you know, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? So like now that I've gone, you know, deeper in my thirties, I've had more relationships in my thirties than I did in my twenties. I see myself opening up more. Whereas if I feel the way I speak about it, if I want to show emotion, I show emotion, you know what I'm saying? And I show more of my personality now than I ever did before, because it was like if any, if you asked anybody about me, any woman, she'll say I was cool, I was chill, but that's all she could say. She wouldn't say, "Oh, he might be funny, or he might be, you know, he's really compassionate and stuff like that." So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's where I was going into my 30s. So that's pretty terrible. Whoever Kodak Black is, <laughs> Kodak Black. But I've been, no, I've been getting nose jokes my whole life. Yeah, I'm used yikes. To it. Kind of refreshing, <laughs> oh, yeah. to be honest with you. <laughs> But yeah, so that's where I was at. Like, <laughs> like now I'm in a situation where I feel comfortable, and I wasn't always comfortable. I wonder if it's like a. Uh, well, that's good that you're there now. Uh, yeah. uh, there's, a, there's a lot there. What you just said, bro. I kind of feel like it's a uh, perpetuating cycle, right? Where you know, in the fact that you know we have those those you know, for lack of a better word, traumas, you know things affecting us, you know, coming up as you that cause us to not really open up, you know, in the context of relationships. And then there's also, and then we can talk about that, you know, sometimes when you feel like you do share, it's uncomfortable because it's a foreign feeling, right? But then how many of you have approached a situation where you, you do expose yourself and then you feel judged or they look down on you or make fun of you or say something. They, it's like, well, or they shit. weponize it or they weponize it. Against yeah. And, and, then that's, it's like, and that's part of the fear, too. You see, so I should have kept this shit close. <laughs> you know, and I ain't saying nothing else, you know. Yeah, and, well, I used to like that was definitely a fear. But now it's like, fuck it. I don't fuck care. It. Exactly. Like, yeah. make I, I grew up be, being made fun of. I grew up like I could I wasn't the freshest, I wasn't all that. And it was like as soon as you said something, I shut down. I stand in the back. Don't don't look at me. Now it's like, man, it took for me to put on weight and get fat for me to say, why do I care about what other people think? Yeah. And I mean, shoot. Um, I mean, even even when you get married, it it doesn't get any easier to open up. I mean, that that's hard. I mean, to completely, you know, expose yourself and, you know, it, it's it's an uncomfortable feeling. Um, and 
you know, you could argue that that's the thing that women probably complain the most about, you know, when they get into a, a dating atmosphere with the man is that they just, they just don't talk. Like they just don't talk about, you know, how they feel. They just act, you know, we're, we're about that action, you know, like, yeah. um, well, being willing to goes a long way too. It does. Um, there's sometimes you, there's things you can't say, you don't know how to say them, but you got to reassure them that it's not something that, that they, it's their, like, you know, it's not them. You know, a lot of times we won't say stuff. So then there's, they start to thinking and they start internalizing certain things, you know, and think they're the reason we can't open up or what can they do to make it. And, you know, you know, sometimes you have to just tell them, you know, I'm, I may be going through some stuff. It's not you. You got to just reassure them. And, and, and I think both sides need to do that with each other. Um, sometimes you don't even know. You're like, you could be in a funk and you don't even know what's going on with you. You're like, I don't know what this feeling is. You could be depressed, but you're not even sure what what this feeling is. And you need to just just communicate. And I think everything really goes back to being uh, a good communicator or just trying to communicate or willing. You know, both parties are willing. Like, you know, you're married. So you, we said we've been in this for forever, you know. And, you know, I know a lot of people who you get married, you really get married forever. That's what, that's how I see it. If you're going to yeah. get married to somebody, ah, there's no breaking in this. So, hey, Tunde, do you mind if I ask a question to the panel out of curiosity? Yeah, sure. So everyone, everyone here is, is single, right? This is the single, the single male. I'm not single. Oh, you're not single. No. Okay. Yeah, it's All two right. people. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, Tunde too, Tunde, Tunde marries. So Jig and Town Legend, why do you think you guys are single right now? I'm not single. That was on that was on my question list. He said he wasn't single. Oh, he said so it's just you and me? Yeah. So we can talk <laughs> offline, brother. <laughs> well, so why are you single, uh Shabazz? But you know women ask that all the time. You want me to, you want like me to go first? Yeah, you like, go first. Since I asked it, you go first and I'll follow right. up. That's um, crazy. What kind of I am single currently. Well, just apparently. Let's hear the apparently. I'll say well, first. yes. <laughs> let's let's hear the apparently first, because that that clearly came from someone else. So now I'm curious. Wait, hold on. Who who's that? You who said apparently. That? Jig, you said I'm single. Apparently. Uh, did I say that? And then you said well. <laughs> I I said currently, I thought I said currently because, but uh, I heard apparently. Uh, but, hey, I'm old. Yeah, I'm. I'm. It's How no about apparent. Then? Hey Jay, hey Jay, clear it up. How long have you been single? You've been single since. Uh, and I don't. You don't include dating. You mean like, I'm in a relationship. Six thirty today. It's eight twenty-five. It's like no. Um, this no, ain't working. Um, I'm I'm single now. Well, you know, it's really by choice. Well, after you break up, now it's by choice. You, you get what I'm saying? Like there was a breakup that took place. Um. And I'll, I'll take full blame for it. Um, I wasn't in a good headspace. Um, like I said, I, I didn't reassure this person of certain things. So we're in a relationship and I'm not communicating the way I needed to communicate. Um, there were, you know, you dropped the ball at, at certain areas of communication. I didn't know who I was um, till, re till recently, maybe like the last two years um, or the last year. I was like really in a place where, you know, I talked to Tunde. Well, I talked to Shabazz and Felix a little bit about, you know, just being, I was in a, like a funk and a dump and I, I didn't really communicate. Um, a lot of stuff was going on with work where I was just constantly thinking about making money. You know, I made, I got promotion and I was like, all right, what about the next promotion? I didn't celebrate little victories um, that I had on the way. So that, that kind of just 
everything was about that. So family relationships was was taken like a back seat when ultimately I was doing all of this to have a family, you know. So it was like everything you fought for, did this for, you no longer have because you know we end up breaking up. And and I and I take full responsibility for not communicating, not not letting them know what was going on in my life, even if it's just to say, hey, I'm going through some stuff. Um, I've been dating uh, recently, and like I, I don't think. I don't go to certain places where there are. I don't want to. I don't know how to say this. Like chicks, with people. So like I don't. I don't really do the whole Real attention. Uh, I don't do the whole attention women. I don't go to clubs like that, so I'm not getting to. And not not saying everybody that goes to those things are a certain way, but you know, I, I meet more professional people. You know, a lot of women got their stuff together, so it's like if you really want to get somebody who has their stuff together, it's not that difficult. Um, uh, I know a lot of people want to be the breadwinner and stuff like that and or have a problem with the female being the breadwinner or and when I say breadwinner I mean just making more you know the guy still can take care of stuff like that but yeah, I think if you're securing yourself to be the man you should be fine with somebody making more money I mean it ain't that easy to be making more money than some of these people on the panel um, but <laughs> but like, like oh, Felix man, and Jablaz but wow. <laughs> I mean that's Boy. that's that. I, mean, I, I so so you can answer that question now, Shabazz. Why are you? Right, no problem, man. And I, I appreciate you trying to throw my wealth out there. You know, I mean, I just, I just, I just, I, I, just I, listen, Hey, hey, look, there I, are, I, I aspire to have a five-story house like you, man. That's my, that's you're my inspiration. All right. Hey, hey man, um, there, there are ladies watching. I'll, I'll throw the handle in the comments. <laughs> that's why I ain't got one. I'm good. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so for me, I would say uh, it's kind of rooted in kind of, you know, what the expectation of a man is in a relationship, kind of, kind of what you touched on at the end, because you want to be the provider and everything. And, you know, I went into, I started my career in journalism. And the first thing they tell you when, when you go into journalism is you're going to start off real poor, right? You're not going to make a lot of money. You got to build you your You came up, you didn't you? You ain't gonna <laughs> you ain't gonna make a lot of money. You know, you, you you're going to um you gotta work your way up to it. So I wasn't making a lot of money off the job. So, you know, I wasn't taking out a lot of women to nice places, you know, with the intention of, you know, Applebee's marrying these women. Yo, like there was this one bad giant day back in the day, and she was just so low-key. She was like, You wanna just go like uh, like Applebee's or to like Guapo, something to get like a ten dollar meal, and I was like, Yo, you're, you're crazy. Right. Like, what's what's going on? Guap, are you, Guapo's Mexican spot. You never right. been there? I know. DC? It's fire. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was a cheap date every time. I loved it. Um, but she wasn't serious, and I wasn't serious at the time either. But I wasn't making a lot of money, so for me, you know, I wasn't seriously looking. Until I felt comfortable as a man, what I was making that you know, if something were to happen, um, and it's like if I if she got pregnant or something like that, you know, I could financially support this family and we wouldn't be living paycheck to paycheck and all that good stuff, you know. And so once I got there, you know, I I don't consider myself a super picky person. I don't, at least not as far as personality is concerned, right? Mm -hmm. um, I think there's a variety of different ways a woman can be beautiful physically. Um, Absolutely. Sound like we got another classic man, Tunde. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
It's an inside. It's a minority minds joke. Is that is that is that for? Uh, I don't even want to say his name. I think I know that's who that's for. Your DS, your, your DS, finna be popping though. <laughs> nah, but um, but nah. So so you know, I don't think I'm that um that picky as far as the one. As long as you know you're physically beautiful, I'm a, I'm gonna shoot my shot. If I land, um, you know, I think I. I think I mesh well with a lot of different personalities. Um, for me, it depends on, you know, can I see myself ha- dealing with you for the rest of my life? Do I think that your personality is, isn't toxic? Do I not, do I think that you're a little bit intolerable? Like I, like there's, there's there was a woman that I was dating who um, was always, she was like, I would make plans, you know, I pay for everything. I say, what's up? And I'm like, you know, thank you, you know, for coming through, you know, being polite. And she would always say, you're welcome. Like she was doing me the favor. <laughs> like, and, and, and at first I didn't think much of it, Wait, right? You said, you said thank you though, right? I would say, th- I would say thank you. Thanks for coming out. For coming out. In return. You, you are a nice guy. Let me confirm it. You I, are I, a nice guy. I, of, of course, I'm a, I'm a very nice guy. Thanking girls are coming out on dates with it. Um, but, you know, I kind of, you know, not necessarily oh, back to I want to be like, like I appreciate I appreciate it. You I appreciate know. you coming like paying for like taking me out or making the time, stuff like that. That kind of reciprocal thing. But every single time it was, you're welcome. That's it. That's it. That's, That's wild it. to me. It's, it's, not a, it's not a, oh, I had fun too. Thank you for having me, uh, uh, asking me out and taking me out and stuff. It was just, I had a good time. You're welcome. And like, you're welcome. the last time we went out, you know, she went out with her friends the night before. It was like one of her friends' birthdays. Right. They partied all night, three o'clock. She like comes through. It's like, you mind if I, you know, take a nap before we go out? And I was like, yeah, sure, no, no problem. Goes to sleep for like three hours. We go out. She comes back. She's like, I'm still tired. You mind if I take a nap? Takes a nap again. Wakes up and puts her coat on. Like, and she's like, I'm ready to go. So, how many days did you take her on before you? Came to this realization. Uh, we we were dating for a couple months. For, for, for Jesus, for a son, months. you need um, better friends. Somebody should have stopped <laughs> well, you. I'm very low key with my dating, unless I claim you. That's unless I claim you, you're likely not being introduced I, to the homies. I get that. Bro. You got to get a she board was, of directors. She man. was there. She was a leech for a reason. No, nah, but Ooh. she was there. For a I don't, no, she was. She was. She was. She's very financially stable. Okay, that don't she's mean just, she's not a leech. She's just not self aware. She's not self-aware and she's a little selfish. Right. And I didn't want to and I didn't want to uh, tie myself to that long term. Yeah, don't you know? So, so you you, you call had her around and you found something better. That's what you did. Uh, I didn't say that, brother. I did not say that. See, so hold on. So that's like there's so much in that, right? Because that's crazy. He, he already knew be, that he didn't want to be with this person. Right. And the switch flipped, but he didn't say nothing. Y'all are going and, through my oh, talking points. Even, keep, they can't tell when we flip the switch in our mind like, yeah, long term. But we can't either, though. Just, exactly. Time out. better at it, then. Hold on. Time out. Oh, way, way better at it. Y'all are assuming that I continue to date this woman after I found out that I didn't like this woman. <laughs> no. I'm trying to figure out how, why you ain't like her why I took that long. <laughs> you said months. So after the third, yeah, you're bro. welcome. You fell away. Come on, come on! You I think the first one you should have felt the way. Okay, so that yeah. that leads into my next question then, and y'all are y'all are you know y'all are right here as far as going through the talking point to have. So, hmm. what are the reasons that 
you stay in a situation that you know is not going to work for you. For the women to know. Um, Coochie. You know. Fantastic. <laughs> Coochie. <laughs> and, and, you know, ladies, don't let dudes lie to you. A lot of dogs are going to tell you you have, you have fantastic Coochie. Just, you know, stay in your good graces. Not only y'all got it's hard to Coochie. Hey, it's hard to get a, another one after you already got the, the one that's been in the house for a while. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to go back out. You got like, oh, I got to go back. You got to go back now. and start over. When, when, yo. When you got it, when you got some good stuff, you know, there's a lot of leeway you get around. away with. I'm not gonna lie to you. What's a lot toxic, of you, get away with. you know? Look at that smirk on, on Jig's face. Look at he, he. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I ain't said a word. You say you just saying Jig and face like, said enough though. Talking about something <laughs> that, that, that means them. What, what's the say? What's the saying that old people say? A, a bird in the hand is better than two in the bush or something like that. <laughs> it's like, hey, you sometimes got it. it's cheaper to keep them. I mean, there's listen, like there's, there's a number of things that, better than the devil you don't. Yeah. But no, but long term, it's expensive because you, 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 uh, it, well, because if, if you trying, go back out there, it might be expensive, yeah. But if you trying, if you're <laughs> trying you. to eventually get to the point where you want a long term relationship, again, your limit by having you, you got this, you're tied to her, is you're blocking out your opportunities elsewhere. Well, but you're, you're, you could be oh, you know. on the way out, but you. You know, some people. I know, what you, I, she does, I, don't I know what you're thinking. I don't know. I feel like I feel like people who are taken sometimes are more desirable. I was so big I was facts. just about to say that. That's what Shabazz was put his finger up. I was like, yeah, big facts. But you don't want them, though. If but shit coming you know, out of somebody that's taken, you, know, you don't want them. You don't. Yeah, because that genuine song you just want to put something else. You don't want them. You don't. Wait, what genuine song? You know, when you when you get in a relationship or when you find somebody relationship, you can just see. The, the different energy they walk around with because it's not that uncertain energy. It's like, I'm good. And you're like, damn, she good. Why is she so good? Let me go see that. Oh, the girl see you like, huh, he wasn't walking like that yesterday. And you could be walking the same in your mind, but they're like, hey, uh, he a little bit more attractive today. Let me go see what's up. And, nah, you, you know, know what it is? You ignored him. That's what it is. It don't. I mean, you, I just, you were completely I mean, oblivious. I, I could say that, but that's what it is. Okay. You can say that, but in my experiences, I'm a bouncer on the side. Okay. And literally after I got off the market, I'm the same way because I have to talk to people. I'm not ignoring anybody. It's just people just start shooting. Being a bouncer is weird, though. It's like a weird... No, it's like a weird I can't, I can't power. Me because I work the door. It's like a weird power dynamic, you know. Yeah. When you work as a bouncer, it 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 doesn't make any sense. I can't explain it. Um, but I, yeah, I've been what you're saying isn't uh isn't foreign either. But other than other than coochie, what makes y'all stick around? Is there anything when else? you know it? <laughs> I mean, is there? I mean, that's a question I'm no, asking. it is. I mean, sometimes it's just convenience. Well, sometimes she might be, she might like the duties that she's doing. So like she might, you know, she might be checking some boxes that you're not really checking that well. As far so as maybe, maybe she's a dope person. Can you go she's just can not you, dope for me? Hey, Travis, can you expand on that? Yeah. What is she doing? Cooking you dinner? Yeah, I mean, she might be cooking <laughs> dinner, but she come over, she might clean up, you know what I'm saying? She uh, you know, um, Professionally, she might be beneficial to you. So I know how to. She might. She, she. You know what I mean. Like there's a there's a there's a bunch of externalities you know, when it comes to relationships, and that's not just you know 
romantic ones that's friends too you know what i'm saying so do you think then kind of no like understanding that to be sometimes the case can we blame women for saying or feeling like it's transactional and them kind of reversing it and trying to want to use it against us like hey it's absolutely transactional yeah let me let me mm. uh let me hit this dude up for some money send him the oh, cash no. app no 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 you can't no Hell no. Don't ever send me a cash app request. Wait, hold up. See, I've been out of the game. What? So, so look, so look. So if, if a woman one is saying, Oh, this is transactional, send me some money, she's I'm not looking for a relationship. She's looking for a, a, a bank. You're the bank. <laughs> like, 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 like let, let me let me tell you a little story that happened with me and my boy. Me and my boy go out um to M Street. We run into these two girls he knows, one that you know he's talking to and her friend. Um, so I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm talking to her friend, we're having a nice, we're having a cool conversation and homegirl that my boy's talking to is like, yo, like talk, talk to my boy. It's like, yo, can you buy me a drink? And he was like, can I buy you a drink? He was like, what's wrong with your, he's like, what's wrong with your wallet? <laughs> he, she was he's like, dating this girl or is this a random? No, no, they, they were talking. They weren't dating. Like they, 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 they were in the talking phase, but you I know, like he didn't like the fact that she insinuated that he had to buy her a drink. Well, she said, can you buy me a drink? It, it was more. It was more of an implication. Oh, like oh, well, it was. It was very rude. Well, one when you buy me a drink, or it was like, rude. Like, like, did it come off rude? It came off rude. Yeah. Oh, so okay. my, boy, my boy was like, "What's wrong with your yeah, wallet?" She was like, "She was like, why am I talking to you at the bar then if you're not going to buy me a drink?" And he said, "I don't oh, know." That's, that entitlement that Travis was talking and, about. right, and so then she. So I'm talking to a friend. <laughs> that sounds crazy. And she walks over to, she walks over to me and goes, "Hey, Shabazz, can you buy me a drink?" I mean, she's she bad. Don't you want to buy me a drink? And I said, Get your ass back over there. <laughs> <laughs> don't you want to buy me a drink? <laughs> she said, Don't you want to buy me a drink? And I said, Not really. I was nah. like, was, was over my homeboy. She was like, she, she was like, Let's stop talking to these broke. Uh, I don't know. How, this this is uncensored, right? Let's, yeah. Let's, let's stop talking to these broke niggas and go find somebody else. Yeah. And I was like, Cool, deuces. <laughs> like we're in the, we're in a bar. <laughs> so I have a very off. This is an off the topic. It just kind of popped up in my head. I have a question. Say you're out with your boy that's single and you're in a relationship, and he needs a wingman. Yeah, are you? Are you? Do you feel guilty being the person who's running interference with a, with the the girl's friend, or are you one of those like, hey, you're on your own there, player? Nah, I, the intention is everything. Like I'm gonna run if I I run, run interference, huh? Run interference, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna run interference 100 percent of the time. The intention is everything. Like I I will do what I gotta do to let my boys be successful. And once he's successful, I don't care about this girl. <laughs> like, hey, and here's the cool part: you can run interference and lead with your status. You can be like, I'm, yeah, um, I, still, I got my girl. I still got blah, it. Blah, 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 and just start talking. To oh, I don't want to do that because that's still um, my that's your boy. Yeah, I might end it with that after my boy's already clinched. I'll be like, oh man, let's get lit. I gotta get back to my girl. <laughs> you that. That's my girl calling. I got, I got, I got that. What about you, I man? Not everybody, not everybody can uh, be the shooter. Sometimes you got to set the screen. My my boys will tell you, I'm 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 a great wingman. Like I I know I've I've led to them, you know, all getting a lot of success. You know, even when I was in a relationship, all getting you, know, a, you Draymond Green. Bro, I'm Draymond, bro. Oh, I got man. I got Stephen Clay's. I got stuff in class. I'm letting them get their threes up, bro. <laughs> I'm letting them get the threes up. And even when I was in a relationship, and when you know, like I remember, we went to we went to Vegas. Yeah, that's tough, right there, when you're in a relationship. Yeesh. Went to Hold Vegas. On, what? I feel yeah. guilty. 
and we ran I, I ran interference. Yeah, um, and my boy was and because the girl, the girl's friend was like, Oh my god, don't go back home with him. You just met him. Like, what are you doing? And she was like, and Come here, girl. And the girl was What's like, What's your name? What you went to space in Vegas? And so my boy was like, Yo, homegirl is blocking. I said, like, I got this. Check up. Your boy's here. I got <laughs> you. Eddie House. <laughs> See, my thing is though, like, so like you shouldn't really be relying on a wingman. You should just be going, kind of going nah. on both of them. No, nah, anyway. it, it don't work like that, bro. It don't always no. work that way. It's always gonna be the one both. that hates. You can lose both. The, the, the one that the one that ain't getting no love. Is never gonna hey, y'all keep swinging. Y'all yep. keep swinging. Like I nah, said. Nah, but bro, yeah. if you do that, if you try to talk to both, the one that don't, the one that you're not trying to talk to, either salty. does one or two things. Mm-hmm. She'll either try to interject herself into it, or she's gonna try to block it all the way because yep. she knows that you're going after. So go for the one that's not as cute, and then. Nah, bro. What? Nah, man. Nah. Like, what? You, then you I'm might joking. I'm joking. Oh, you are. You are you always all the You are a bad game planner. <laughs> do not you let him draw talk. the plays. <laughs> do not let Travis draw the plays. Don't mess around. Play yourself. So, what? So, what do we think outside of emotional availability are the most important traits and qualities that women are looking for? Now, we. I'm gonna say this. I think the most important thing men can do is you have a vision for what you want and you start working towards that and that's your priority. And then if you can communicate that to whoever you think you're trying to be with and if y'all visions align, that's, I think that's very, I think that's so uh, underrated out here where people are, you know, we're talking about, we talk, I mean, we talk about all the stuff that kind of stuff that really don't matter, like, like attraction and all that, all that shit gonna fade, right? Uh, personalities like, yeah, one day, you know, you know, two day, you know, you just got married, right? You, you're gonna be mad as hell at her next week for something stupid, vice versa, same thing for her, right? So, you're gonna have these, you're gonna have these moments, these short term periods where, uh, y'all not gonna be on the same page, but with, with the glue, and this is the mistake I made, in that it is gonna be. Are y'all solid on that vision y'all have that's aligned? That's the most important thing. So women you're going to go through ups and downs. You're going to have tough spots. Y'all gonna, you're going to have issues. Man. Ain't, ain't no like ain't no uh, perfect marriages out here, as was displayed on the Grammys the other night, right? Ain't, <laughs> the slap her around the world. Is ugly. Listen, the underbelly of every solid couple. Man, you got couples that have been out here, been together for 30 years, 40 years. Just you think cheap. that shit was smooth? No, but they had a vision, and 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 that's what kept them they stuck together. It out. They and stuck the it out, and it was the vision right. that could keep kept them together. And, and if she can't get on, if y'all visions can't get aligned, it's not necessarily about her getting on board. Is that she had a vision too, and it's aligned with yours? She can't get on board with that; it ain't gonna work. And so, so how? The car, oh my bad. I was gonna say, Travis, real, before we go back to you, Shabazz, how, how? So then, how? Okay, so if. if in our opinion, that you know, in your opinion, that's what women are looking for. How do we go about sussing that out when we first meet someone, without 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 jumping too far ahead? Communication, um, yeah, communication. Well, without scaring yeah. them off, right? Like without like saying. I don't think, I don't think women are scared good. off you by scare future them off. dreams. I think guys are more scared off by future dreams. To be honest, if a woman talks about marriage and stuff off break, I think that's a little worrisome. Mm-hmm. But I don't think mm-hmm. women, I don't think women have an issue when men talk about what right. they want to achieve in life. Correct, because right. typically when guys talk about that kind of stuff, they're not necessarily talking about her. 
They're not talking right. about they're talking about what their vision is and what they want their future to look like. Mm-hmm. Whereas when women speak about it, um, it's more like, yeah, I want to get married, I want to do this. That it seems and, so, and I don't want to speak for all women, but I think a lot of women who are career based will talk will sometimes talk about business and their future plans too. But a lot of it is mostly family as well, right? Yeah. And I think she that's wants what a role. Guys, she right? wants a oh, role. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe because you know they feel like um you know, it's almost like LeBron. I keep going to sports analogies. It's like LeBron. You know, you accomplish everything you want to do on the, you know, the court. Basically, it's like all that's left is playing with my son. So, from like a woman's perspective, it's like, hey, I've accomplished all these things in business. You know, I've hit all these metrics and career goals that I've wanted to achieve. Now it's time to, you know, expand the empire. You know. Well, see, here's the thing, right? I push back on that a little bit. Who said you had to do one than the other? Because if I was a woman and I wanted to be uh, accomplish things in my professional life and I wanted to also have children and everything, I would be doing things. You, you have to multitask. You have to do both at the same time because you have the window of when you can have children, right? And you know you have your window of your prime. So, and, and I don't see, I don't agree with this notion. Like the notion out here now is like you got to do, a woman has to do either or. And I don't agree with that because. I had one of my family. They had families. They were moms and they were professionals. Right. My mom had my brother in pharmacy school. There you go. Right. So you had super mom, and she, my mom came home in the business suit, cooked dinner for us, blah blah blah. While the dinner was warming up, she went upstairs, changed her clothes. She was, you know. So but time, I mean, times are I don't different now, though. Yeah, yeah, how did they do that? I, I feel like they times are different in the day back then. Nah, not really. People, because people staring at the damn phone for no reason. That's why. But I mean, my thing is, you sound like an old head for real, bro. I am. But I mean, but I'm not. I'm saying though, like you should meet his dad. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But like, nah, I'm saying like, I think the 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 the, what's going on right now to me, what I find very strange is like either or, or it's this first, then it's that, and it's like, no, you got to figure all. Listen, I got kids myself, and I'm a professional. And I'm dad. And dads are more involved now, which is another benefit women have now that the generation before them don't. Dads so, are way more involved in their children's lives. Take giving baths, cooking. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so what I'm saying is you're going to have to do both regardless. So why is it out of the question? I don't, I don't, I don't give a pass to a woman that says she wants to be a professional to say like, well, I'm going to get my career together first. And then I'm going to, you know, uh, that's yeah, what most guys yeah. do. Yeah, but we but we can afford to do that. They can't. That's yeah, they're, they're taking that that mindset. Yeah, of they're not men. They can't do it. And placing it on themselves. Yeah, but they can't do that. That's what I'm saying. That's the reality yeah. of nature. Like we say, we can have kids until we're seventy. Our equipment works. They can't. <laughs> oh, they can't do that. You can't say that either. Hey, you're the man. Work, girl. But well, no, I'm a, not saying all that. But I'm commercials. Come on. All these ED commercials out here trying to sell pills. No, no, there's a reality. <laughs> no, but even okay. Let's say I was exaggerate with seven, fifty. There's a reality here, right? Of uh, they have a window, and they got to do both, and that's the reality. Of it. Is, is it fair? No, but that's not our fault. That's not a man's fault. It's not a man's fault that you can't move in the world like a man. You you, you can't. Shit, we can't move like women in the world. You know what I'm saying? But like like she said, and that's what like I knew this was gonna come up, a strong support system. It's right, difficult right. for them. Right. That's why the vision is important. She has to feel supported by your vision. Yeah, I had a vision. 
Boom. Uh, but is she out there hunting for a vision? Is she out there hunting for a guy with vision? Physical support and, and imaginary support are two different things, bro. Yeah, because well, I'm trying to be a rapper. <laughs> I will that's make it as a rapper. But see, that's the thing. <laughs> Don't lie. So you that's know? the thing. Are there guarantees? No, there's no guarantees. Well, there's a lot of trust that goes in that. And that, I mean, that's you got to be, you got to show her that you're a leader. At, at Who in here got parents that have been together for a long time? Who in here got parents that have been together? Ask them about that. They had this, they had this, I promise you, no about it. I promise you the vision was. Yeah, but I mean, financially, you got to be, you're not going to be, a, the, you know, in charge. But of you got to take a chance. So at the end so of the going to boil down to that. So let me ask I, you a question. I could just say this. You believe in action, though. Can I ask them a question? Let's yeah, say yeah. you meet a woman, you guys have a, an aligned vision, but because of her support system, she can't meet her vision, and she's starting to be more of a financial liability to you. Wait, wait, hold on. She, have to meet, she doesn't have a support system. What do you mean by that? The same Easy way the comment said it. You know, she doesn't. She she let she doesn't have family or friends to help her. Okay. You know, do that extra stuff because but she got a man. But she got a man that's willing to be there, right? You. Yeah. You gonna pick up the pieces? Of course. Pick up the pieces. Hey, salute to you. Classic man number two listen, tonight. I just said. <laughs> I just said. Yo, listen. The, today, the standard of being a father is much. Like the, the 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 duties of a father are much different, and I think much more demanding than it was before. Put forget for, put it this way. Or My, is no, it just not starting to catch up with what re, the reality of being a father really was. Because nah, I mean, I'm not gonna, I mean, I'm not gonna dare say that the men back in the day weren't dads. I'm not gonna say that at all. Just what I am saying is it's a different time period and different expectations. But then again, most uh, average working man back in the day. Had a woman at home because you know back in the day, Bambas was working twelve hour days, sixteen hour days, like it wasn't nothing. So he ain't had time to come home and be, you know, super dad, right? So you know, um, nowadays that demand is not necessary on, on men's time is not always there necessarily in every you know in every guy's life. So he has more time to play with his kids, be in his kids' lives, give him a bath, cook him dinner, that type of stuff. That more fatherly role, and even in black men. You know, if you look at the data on this type of stuff, we are more involved fathers than any other group. So it is already coming through. So LaShawn, I think LaShawn brings up a good point where, you know, yeah. some women prefer to be house women. They don't, maybe they don't want to be professional. Correct. There you go. And that's a choice. Absolutely. But I, I feel like most women want the option to not have to work. But they correct. I agree with you. You know, perfect. But then here's the thing, right? What I would say to women like that, they want the option for it. I think no dude would have a problem if, and y'all could y'all back me up on this, right? Only oh, yeah. only only if it's good. Let me hear it. Let me hear this. No, 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 no. Y'all back me up, but give me your opinion on it. Okay. I don't, I don't care if you agree with me or not, but just you know, be, you know, listen to what I'm saying. If you let's say you're in a relationship, she's the one, y'all together, y'all gonna stick this thing out long term, and she said, "Look, let's hustle, get this paper, because and y'all got kids, right?" And let's say she says, I want to let's save up our money. Let's get our money situation in place so that we can afford for me not to work and I can stay home. And then that takes a lot of pressure off you from doing the home stuff. And that takes a lot of pressure off of me doing the house stuff. Any dude on here, y'all got a problem with that? Well, it, well, she's, if she says it to a point where we're comfortable, I don't think yeah. that's a problem. So yeah. basically what I'm saying is, I bet let's work, towards, let's work towards retiring me. And the, you know what I'm saying? Let's work towards I can retire. 
So I ain't got to do this. And we can still get our goals. So I, mean, I, mean, I, I want to be a house husband. I, I don't consider no, retirement, you, you said you want to be a house husband? <laughs> hey, I, hey. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't consider it retirement, though, because um, it's just a, a chain. Yeah, it's just, you know. Professional I think retirement. I, I, heard a, I heard a podcast maybe like two weeks ago where, and I forget who it was, I'm sorry, but they said, like, they compared um, a stay-at-home mom to, like, a $150,000 salary job when you consider, you know, the you know maintenance of the home, teaching of the children, things like that. Yeah. Um, to the point where, you know, when we have kids, I'm telling my mom, like, you better stay in PG County because we're just going to, you know, just randomly drop the kid off when we want to travel. Um, Not randomly, though. Right. Now, that's entitled. No, I'm joking. We already know it. Felix likes to travel randomly anyway. Hey, listen. I told my mom, like, because she keeps saying have a kid. I'm like, you had, I'm like, I don't got have a kid money. Like you got have a kid money. You have you have a West African mother. She will gladly take the child whenever you want her to want her to. Yeah, and so the, like, the child will be speaking Igbo before you even know how to speak it. But like, so like, a, a, what I'm basically saying is, a real woman tribe. can get in a relationship, Europe. work Europe. her way into a housewife role if she so if she wants it. I don't think a dude gonna have a problem with that. Most men ain't gonna have a problem with that. So, so what then, what me want to be a house husband? Nothing. I was yeah, trying. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to play, sit home, play plays, Call of Duty. Uh, I'm trying. To raise in my pajamas, bro. I got That's a problem with in a house with a view. <laughs> but I'm, I, raise I'm, the I'm, I'm from the old school. But some people actually have a problem with that. I mean, we're uh, Lachelle and I are watching a show where um, the the husband is a sales engineer and he makes he made significant. And Travis, you know, as a sales engineer, you make you know significant money. And, you know, he's not working as a sales engineer now. And so they're going through this marriage and she's working at home and he's home every day. Mm. And she has a problem with that. Uh, she wants him to get a job, even though he has significant, significant savings. Mm -hmm. um, so I think there are some There was no foundation there. Let though. me tell you something. Uh, and Tunde, you're going to learn this. You already know this. For sure, I know you know this. Women don't like to see you enjoy yourself too much. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because I just said it to Lachelle, like, how would you feel? <laughs> Can't be I having retired, too much fun all the goddamn time. If I retired us and like and you decide you want to keep working and you go you leave work and I'm on Xbox and you come home and I'm still on Xbox. And she's like, Yeah, I'd be burnt up. Like, you know, yeah, see? I mean, I'd be there's something sexy too. to her about us <laughs> walking out the door. I don't know. It's just I'm so, I got some tips for that, though. Joe, what I you got to say? Because I mean, Jay, you, what, you, what you got to say? Because you, you, oh, man, you I just super judging. <laughs> I, I, I'm just listening. You don't want to contribute. You don't want to contribute. Hey, to this part. Yeah, the, the married folks are talking. The married folks are talking about marriage. I mean, I, I don't. Man, so let me ask you this, Travis. How long have you been married? I was married. So I'm not married now. I'm in a long term relationship. I was married and I was divorced. Okay. How long were you married? Before that, uh, five years. Five years. And what was the, the breaking point of the marriage? Breaking point was I think I saw her true once we had children. Uh, I started to see who she really was. And I think she wanted me to be a um, she wanted me to be just uh, just to be a yes man. Which I found amazing. I'm like, anyone who knows this man Travis knows he is. I'm like, all my boys are like, yo, what? I, I, I get all common vibes from you. You get what? 
<laughs> Yo, light skin jokes is pumping, bro. I'm gonna have to write some of these jokes down. <laughs> but nah, so I mean, I think um, but that was one of the things about that's why I bought a provision thing. Her and I never really talked about a vision of the future. We talked about us, but all that shit was soft and short term. None of it was hard, objective stuff. Um, and now and that was the big press, probably the biggest mistake I made. But another thing, too, is Another thing I overlooked that that backfired was I didn't really look deep enough into her relationship with her friends and how they regarded her. And let me tell you something, that's your best insight into your woman is her relationship with her friends. Because um because she because like they could because you you on your way because you know her girlfriends at that age you know she you know is by choice they've been around each other a long time uh, you know that's gonna give you some indications about who who that who that how they're gonna treat you eventually you know it's easy for them to put on the front you know what I'm saying um play the role but yeah once that leverage is gone once they got the leverage kids then that's when you see you either you stuck or you just wanted to bite the bullet. Yeah, you either stuck or you bite the bullet. And people always say it's cheaper to keep her. I'm like, nah, bro. Because proof of that shit is my man on TV last night slapping people on the stage. That, you know. Hey, you know what? This is the second time <laughs> he's been mentioned. Yeah, because it's related. Full context. Full context. Yeah. yeah. I said, I told on our group chat, I said, I think we should lead in with the Will Smith discussion. Yeah. And I was shot down immediately because it said, "Oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be dead in a day." Let me we're, give you, let me give you some we're insight. Not, we're not gonna say who who said that. Uh, let but me you agree. <laughs> when I, I saw, do agree. <laughs> did I you did. not? I did agree. And was this today's Thursday? And they're still talking about it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree with Gail. That just we're not gonna say who talk. We're talking. not gonna say who said it. <laughs> but I agree with Gail. <laughs> But, but 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 the reason why I'm saying it, the reason why I said that is because I think like when you try, that's an example of forcing it through. Yes. We, what you saw last night, what you what we saw on that video, or whatever. That's an example of when you stick it out and you just stay in there and hang in there, whatever, and you know, all it's about is happy wife, happy life, blah 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 blah, and then you hit a breaking point. The timing is off. Boom. And so that's what I'm saying. That's to me, that's not worth it. I, I think I think that kind of speaks to, and this is just me uh pontificating at this point, mm -hmm. but I think it speaks to what we talked about, right? Not being vulnerable. And I think part of being vulnerable is saying to the people, you know, to our wife or you know, partner that I'm not cool with what you're doing. There you go. Yep. Um, you know, you're just just holding it in. Yeah. Um, because I'm like, Chris Rock is not the person you should be throwing hands with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> no, no, I mean, I'm joking. I'm joking. Should be throwing hands regardless. Period. Should have just so, off. I have thoughts, and so just since we're on the subject, <laughs> I think it was wrong for him to put his hands on on him. I agree, 100. If you disagree with it. Then you probably should have uh, waited till you went backstage and did whatever you had to do. But also on, on the but, end of Chris Rock, have I you ever gotten like, you've gotten joned on to where you wanted to steal somebody though, right? Oh yeah, right. all the time. 
yeah, but I'm not you're famous. Not subtly walk up there. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm also not famous. And then you're gonna turn your back. If you do that and then turn your back, it's a wrap for you. But so here's this is on on the Chris Rock end. You probably should have thought about it before you said it. Did he even uh, write the joke? He, he probably didn't write the joke. That's not and the that first joke. That, that was a mild joke. It wasn't that even was a very mild joke. He, compared, yeah, he damn near compared to the Captain also, Marvel. G.I. Jane, bro. Come on. But bro, he's, not, he bro, also, he's a comedian. Right. <laughs> like, that's his job. Yeah, he finished. But he also yeah, wrote a joke about her when she was trying to protest the Oscars because of the whitewashing. Talking about something he wasn't invited anyway. So, so what? She so, wasn't. It's read true. the room. I get that, but you gotta read the room. That was what six years ago. That was like five or six years but ago. We're, Come on, we're man. dealing with emotion. You can't. You can't but you also dealing with See, that's the thing. So I want to say that, right? Go neither. Emotions aren't emotions are only important to you. Nobody give a fuck about your emotions. Totally understand. He literally, I mean, no. he literally had a joke about Will before he had a joke about Jada. Right. Will didn't have the problem about him. Well, nobody care about your emotions because it's Will. And nobody, nobody. Yeah, but Will's the one we're talking about that hit him. Right. Yeah. Well, I think well, he, he was, he was misguided. He he, but I still think he was misguided in what he did. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, if he but, just said what he said when he sat back down, that would, it would have been fine. That's exactly black and mild. It's, it's, but it's like, damn, you made a joke about me not being invited, and now you want to th- throw it on me again. Sometimes you got to just say, you know what, I'm going to leave this one alone. No, no, but, don't but, sit in the front well, row at the, at the club. Man, he's only sitting in the front row because they knew he was going to win Best Actor. Right, that's true. He but, wouldn't even sit there. He, he knew that too. He knew that too, and, and so, he decided to take that away from the, the can, Williams. Can, can, we, can we talk about the most positive thing about this, though? The poise that Chris Rock had in that entire evolution of events. And he was so shocked. The restriction, like, wow. whether it was like the even if he was scared, he he was still. I'll say, was it poise or he still He saw money, but the shoot, yeah, he just, saw money. Whatever he saw money. He's like, that's oh, what I'm... I think that's the biggest thing to take away is, you know, you saw the example of one man made the wrong, took the wrong action, and the other dude did not respond in kind, and he's winning because of it. He's gonna win because of it in a major way. I just so, want to say I, I really didn't care about the whole thing. It was it was, for, for me it was it was a one day thing that I thought was really shocking. But the only yeah. thing I really did care about was the form of the slap. Did y'all see the screenshot? It was perfect <laughs> form though. He used his hip, but followed you know, through the face. So it was my he was like, man. "I pledge of allegiance." My <laughs> reason for it was was that's a big deal. Like I, I think we're not really understanding. Like that's like. That's like Jay Z going up on the stage at the at the Grammy Awards and slapping Michael Jackson. Chris Rock, no, no. Chris Rock and Michael Jackson. Jackson. No, I'm just saying. Uh, like, peep, that's never happened. Peep, that's, people, like Jay, that's like Jay Z going to the Grammy Awards and slapping Rick Ross or somebody or Dave Dash. <laughs> slapping anybody. Just put a name on yeah, him. Anybody. Slapping anybody. Because really. Dude, and you it don't being a real that's slap. like the but he's, he he did it to the right one. Awards. You win an Oscar. You're you're a made man, yeah, or woman, unless you're Monique. <laughs> no, she still can make money. Her First earning power. Man. At the end of the day, she can always walk into any building, and she will always be. Her name will always be introduced as Oscar-winning actress Monique. 
who can't she tried to get people she she tried to get people to boycott Netflix and that was like the episode of Simpsons where uh, Bart tried to get everybody to turn their desk around yeah. and, then, and then he walked into class as the only one that, that had the desk turned but that's, around but that's like that was a that was ill-advised but she still going to she still will always be regarded as an Oscar winner that's like mm-hmm. when you pass away they'll put that on your headstone my my major mm-hmm. issue is everything is not for everybody as far as like sharing like personal details of your life. And that's my mm-hmm. issue with, that's my issue that I have with, with Jada. Cause there's rumors yep. that she's going to do a red table mm-hmm. and talk about this. And I'm just like, for what? Like, that's the problem. Hope, in the first place. You like y'all need to be table. in, y'all need to be in therapy. Like for real. Hey, hey, like, hey, um, I think we've kind of yeah. deviated what we want to talk about. Yeah, let's get back to the topic. I'm and tired of talking I, about these. And I got to, I gotta sign off soon, so let's let's get back on topic so I can sign. Okay, off. so yeah, let's let's actually finish it off then. Sorry about that. Got, um, so there there's there're gonna be some you know eligible bachelorettes that are gonna be watching this video. Um, you get know, them maybe, maybe potentially jump into your DMs for you, dog skin community. Um, and also uh, while we have the viewers on, before I uh, ask this last question, we're gonna have a live next week. And we're gonna have some of the ladies. Uh, it's gonna be a group panel discussion, and this is uh, this should be you know a good one. So we're gonna have you know people back and and have that discussion. But I guess lastly, um, there's a lot of misconceptions that women have about us as men. So I want to give each person a you know a minute to give the women out there mm-hmm. advice about dating me. Right, like how to you know how to appeal to me as as a black man, um, how to uh, how to actually reach you know get through the layers and and really make an impact and 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 so we can build together and not you know go through all the crap, the toxicity, the fighting, the bashing back and forth, um, and it might be contrary to what might be the popular opinion, but share with the the ladies. You know how to how to how to actually reach you and how to be an effective partner. And I'll start with uh, I'll start with uh, Jig. Uh, you know I don't know if, if there is a you have to be this way or you need to. I mean I think if you're just yourself, um, you know I I don't want to say well with me in general. You know a lot of people don't trust. Um, and I, you can't sit up here and try to tell somebody, you know, trust me, I'm, I'm one of the good ones, you know, but, you know, you, you kind of just, I would say you're going through things with an open mind. Um, you try to think logically initially before you let um, emotions take over you. Not everybody is super emotional, but, you know, just just be just be open. Um, honesty is big, you know. Um, with me and because there's i mean we're, you're at an age right now where it's like there's no point of lying like you know what are you what are you lying for right um but just be open be able to communicate have fun not don't be too you know uptight you know there's some people who think don't think your stuff don't stink you know people think feel like they're they, they walk like they're better than people there are people like that and i don't i don't i don't I'm not attracted to that. Like, you know, just you try to be a beautiful person inside and outside. You know, a lot of people are, are very attractive looking, but you know, how they talk or, you know, the things that they, they say or do, or, 
You know, it's not appealing to certain age groups. Um, you know, I just, you know, just be respectable. That's that's what I'll say. Like, you know, respect yourself enough and everything else I think will will flow out from there, you know. Be open to conversation, be open to trying new things and stuff like that. And I'm gonna try to do the same. Communicate and be consistent. That sounds like the great uh closing speech of the job interview. Well done. Travis. You're muted. Yeah, I gotta go next. Um I would say um don't overcomplicate men. Men are very simple. Y'all are complicated. <laughs> Always remember that. Men are very simple. I am not that much different than most men, right? Universally. We're, we want the same basic things when we come home. We want the same basic things from a woman. Um, and I would say uh, men, men receive love as respect and admiration. So if you're with a guy, if you don't admire him or respect him, he's probably not the one for you. Even though he checks some of the boxes, um, I would say just leave him alone because you're going to end up resenting. So okay. then they're going to respect, we move off respect, and we're simple. So overcomplicated. Okay. That's all I got. Shabazz. Um, Yo, just to piggyback off that, uh, I'll say um, keep it simple. Um, there, there, there was a TikTok that went viral last week that uh, a female friend showed me, and I was like, I did, y'all didn't know this is this is it. And apparent, basically, it was there's four ways that you know to please a man. There's visually, and that's to always look good so that he knows that you know he knows what he has at home. Um, there's vocally showing respect showing your admiration, showing that you care. Um, there's physically, you know, don't you know hold back the physical aspects of the relationship because if you start doing that, he may go somewhere else. And the fourth one was, um, what was it? Um, oh, acts of service and, and, and acts of service. So, I, and, and, I, and when the video went viral, someone shared it with me, I was like, wait, is this a secret? I was like, don't, don't. <laughs> I was like, I was like, is it, did, did people not know that this is what you know guys like? I mean, I thought that was fairly obvious, but apparently, it's not common knowledge. Um, you know, we, we it does not take a lot to make you know simple men happy, and I'm not gonna say there's not complex men out there because there's definitely some complex men out there, and there are definitely some men out there that are criers. I'm not one of them, um, so I won't speak to them. I won't speak on behalf of them. Um, <laughs> but. Um, if, if, if you're if we're talking about specifically dating me um don't try too hard and definitely don't try to hide who you are i'm going to come at you and show you who i am immediately um i'm a clown um i joke around a lot um i should talk with the best of them but i also you know i care about the people i date about um and i don't need to find out six months down the line that the person i thought you were is not who you perceive to be so um keep it simple and I reciprocate energy, so. Mm, that's a big one. That's a big one. Well said, Shabazz. Said, let's round it off with you. I want to give you a chance to speak. Um, be patient with me. I'm a work in progress. I'm always trying to improve. I'm going to meet you in the middle. 
And like, I mean, I'm simple, but I'm complicated at the same time because there's layers to me. I told you and, there are some complicated men out there. Go ahead. Yeah. So, you know, we beat you too. <laughs> Say no, but um, um, more so like I'm for me, this is just me. Um, I'm a complicated person, but I'm also simple. I'm easy to get along with. And I'm still in this journey of learning myself and becoming a better version of myself. So I'm I'm gonna be difficult at times, I'm gonna be stubborn at times, but if a if you invest in me, I'm gonna invest in you. I'm always gonna meet you in the middle and we're gonna always find a way, especially if that's you know, if this is something you want. And me now as a 34-year-old, I'm seeing the, the world in a different light. And I'm cha- I've changed a lot of things. Not a lot, but I've changed things about myself that I thought that I was hiding from the world. So, you know, I just tell women, be patient, especially if you, if you know the guy's worth something, don't be so quick to walk away because sometimes you might be missing your blessing. Mm. That's it. Oh, uh, sorry, guys. I appreciate that. Said There was one last thing I wanted to, to make sure I touched on uh, real quick. Um, you know, you always hear uh, the question, and we argued about this uh, ad nauseum last week about what do you, you know, asking women, what do you bring to the table? What are your thoughts, you know, on that question, um, first of all? And then what, you know, how do you answer that question? You know, if a woman asks you, like, what do you bring to the table? Um, real quick, and I, I, I want to be respectful of everyone's time. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll go, I'll go first because, you know, like I said, I got to sign off soon. But, um, uh, I bring a person that's caring, who will always have your back, who currently is financially stable. I'm not because you never know what people are going to say, so I'm going to say currently. Um, they, they ain't going nowhere. You're, you're safe. Uh, you know, let's not go with there, buddy. Um, <laughs> um, who uh, who puts a lot of energy into the person that thinks who I think is worthy. So. Um, that's what I bring to the table and there's more to come. I, I guess you could say I bring seeds to the table cause you know, that's just, that's just the seeds and I can grow from that. Damn, you can't top that y'all fellas. Just <laughs> that, boy <laughs> that boy good. That boy good. Did you pull that from your head profile? He wrote that shit since we started. You must have pulled that from your head profile. Yeah, man. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta make sure you're planting the right seeds. <laughs> oh, hey. Uh, hey, listen, I, I only try to plant the right seeds. Yeah. I, don't, I don't try to plant no other seeds. I promise. Yeah, I, I the wrong seed. <laughs> That's funny. All right, Jay, go ahead real quick. Um, what I bring to the table? Do you, uh, first, do you get offended when people ask you that? Like, when I, I, I don't think I've ever been asked what I bring to the table. Me either. Um, that's why yeah. I find it. You know, I, but I hear that people say that. You know, a lot of the podcasts and things that's going on, a lot of guys have been asking females what they bring to the table because I guess it's just known what guys bring to the table. Um, but, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, you know, the guys always saying, you know, they always like the money, the money they bring to the table. Like, what else do you really have besides that? You hear to talk about it. And a lot of them, are, I don't want to say, they're like jerks that you that you hear talk about it. When they talk about females, when they when they, when they ask the female what they bring to the table, but a lot of the answers I see from the females aren't that great either. It's just like I'm I'm the table, I'm the desk, and it's like all right, all right, man, I don't, 
then then I don't need to be with no. I don't want to be with right. nobody. I'm, I'm going to IKEA. I'm <laughs> you bring out, you know. Uh, it's like all right. You know, I think Martin had a little thing where he's like, you know, you leave with what you came with, which was nothing. You know, you know. So, um, but no, I mean, stability, laughter, fun, good communication, you know, stuff like that. I'm a, a believer in Christ, which I think is very important. Um, so yeah, you know, uh, I'm 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 at all right. Right, Omar? Like they say about you? <laughs> I'm planting seeds, too. Trying to grow a harvest. <laughs> My seeds of positivity, seeds of blessings, seeds of prosperity, and seeds right. of love. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Okay, Pastor Jake. <laughs> <laughs> now, are, you, are you a pastor like T.D. Jake? T uh, uh, what's his name? T.D. Jake? I don't wear skinny jeans and a blazer. Or, or, or are you a pastor like that dude that married a housewife? With, with, uh... Oh, no, I, I'd rather be T.D. Jakes on that. Because <laughs> <laughs> God will survive. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead, Travis. What, what are your thoughts? And uh... Uh, Well, you asked what I bring to the table, so it's a very personal question. So I'll say uh, I cook. Um, I'm, I'm a good cook. I've, I realized that recently. You know, when you have kids, you're going to realize your talents that you never had. So I'm really good at cooking. I'm old school. My um, I'm a traditional dude. So when something breaks, I fix it. Um, and I know how to cook. Like I said before, I'm willing to get my hands dirty. Uh, I'm loyal. I'm reliable. I'm a fixer. And um, I got a decent career. Uh, I got a great career. That's what I bring to the table. Do you have? And, I, and I'm not overweight. Not too overweight. But I'm getting it. Everybody is overweight if you look at the scales. Yeah, I need to lose. I need to drop like twenty, you know, thirty. You know? So, do you do you feel some type of way if, like, you know, you a woman will ask you, like, what do you bring to the table? No, a woman should be very particular about who she gives her uh, her womb to. Absolutely, is is it? Yeah, she should be very selective about that. Who's gonna give her best? Uh, years of her life too. Absolutely, she should be. She should be very picky about that shit. Absolutely. Um, I ain't got. I have no problem with that. Asking that question. Um, yeah, I, I got a daughter. You, you damn right. You better choose right. <laughs> Consequences suck if you fuck it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You don't get to recover. We get to recover. Now, you know, ladies is much harder to recover if they make the wrong decision. So. That's the reality of it. So yeah, they should be picky, but should they, but you know, but like everybody else, they got to be able, be able to afford what they want. Got to be able to work for it and earn it. So, so yeah, it's not it's not wrong with asking that question. I think that question should be asked more. Um, I think I think we need to put that out in the forefront about being realistic about relationships and marriage and life and legacy. I think we need to be honest about that for both men and women. Yeah, all it does, all it does is hold everybody accountable. That's all it does. And if somebody got a problem with accountability, they don't need to be making kids or being in a relationship. That's my opinion. I hear you. I hear you. Well, it sounds like that's a, that's a good way to end it. Um, <laughs> appreciate everybody joining the live. Uh, tune in next week. We'll we'll set out a, a blast for on the schedule. Thanks for all those who were um, in the comments and uh, engaging with the chat. I uh, just want to you know take a moment thank uh, Jig, Travis, and Shabazz. I almost call him Shabazz Napier, but uh, 
Shabazz, for joining. I uh, appreciate the guests. Um, thank you for, for being vulnerable and open and uh, talking about Dayton and your experience. And hopefully uh, to those who were listening and, and watching, uh, you, you took something away. And uh, hopefully, you know, we can stop you know, tearing each other down and uh, build legacies out here. So Minority Minds out. Minority Minds is brought to you in part by First Class Auto Care. Minority Minds Podcast.